Recently, one of my clients actually hit the longest streak that he'd been able to get to for over two years. And I was really proud of him. And then he went and had a setback. And it got me thinking about this really powerful combination of things that we need to do to quit porn. And he did one really well, but he was struggling with the other. So I hope that you enjoy the podcast. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Quit Porn podcast. I have noticed that the listeners have gone up quite a fair bit lately, so welcome to any new listeners. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for all being on this journey of quitting porn with me. We are going to be living a much happier, richer, fuller life, full of more positive experiences where we really connect with those around us and have so much more freedom throughout each day. So in today's episode, I'll be talking about two powerful things that really, really have helped me and are basically essential for queen pornography. So the first one starts with a little bit of a story. So yesterday I'd woken up and I'd done my meditation and I was off to this co-working networking event. So I needed my laptop and I wanted to wear some fairly smart clothes, not overly smart to be honest, but... Anyway, I get, I get ready and I head downstairs and then I was walking out of my block of flats. So you have to take like five flights of stairs to get downstairs. And yeah, I walk outside and I realize, oh, my bag's a little bit lighter than usual. So I go upstairs and I notice in the mirror, you know what? I don't really like this outfit too much. And I decide, right, I'm going to change some shoes. I'm going to change my jacket, head back downstairs. Oh no, I've forgotten the battery for my laptop again. So I go back upstairs and this time I decided to make some porridge. I was a little bit hungry this time. So I have my porridge with some protein and and then uh, I was checking the tram time on my phone because I'd realised oh, I'm, I'm going to be very late now. So I'm going to need to get the tram, check the tram time on my phone, head back downstairs. And then I just do like one last check of my, my pocket. So I obviously had everything in my bag. I was all set check my pockets and I did not have my phone because I'd literally just taken my phone out to check that I'd be able to make the tram that was coming in three minutes. So I go upstairs again, knowing that I'd have to go out for the fourth time within the space of literally like half an hour. It was ridiculous. And I just found it really funny. I actually wanted to call my dad at the time because I know he is quite into like self-deprecating humor. He takes the piss out of himself a lot. And I just had this really compassionate approach towards myself. In the past, I would have reacted so, so differently to that situation. In the past, I would have hated myself. I would have honestly said the most cruel things to myself, basically just calling myself a total idiot, which in that moment, sure, that probably was true. I was being an idiot in that moment, but... I just would have been so, I just would have been so unnecessarily unkind to myself and that would have added no value to my life and would have set me up in a really bad way for the rest of the day. What happened instead is I found it funny, I kind of laughed it off, made a bit of a joke about myself when I did call my dad and headed on to this networking event, had a really, really good time, some really powerful conversations with some really great people, connected really well with everyone, was really productive, got a lot of work done. 
headed on home, had another meeting for the business that I'm starting right now, which is in coaching. And it was just a pretty good day overall. And I completely forgot about what happened earlier that morning. So in the past, I would have just beat myself up, probably ended up down some horrible spiral, distracted myself to escape those uncomfortable emotions, ended up looking at porn and would have messed up the whole day. But nowadays, I was able to approach myself with a very compassionate, loving, kind sort of set of of tools and and just ways of thinking, I suppose. So that's the first thing is self-compassion. It's so, so important. And so often in the past, I would think that my setbacks were because of a lack of discipline or it was because I was stupid or I'd sort of done something wrong in life when really it was probably more about the relationship that I had to the activity or situation. So maybe I'd made a fool out of myself in a certain environment, done something wrong, and I'd think, right, I need to not do that again to avoid having a setback, when the reality is it was more my approach towards that situation. It was actually my thoughts and my feelings towards the situation that truly deeply mattered. And as I say, my dad has quite a compassionate approach towards himself in many ways when it comes to failure and making mistakes. He often shares his stories on Facebook because he finds them funny and other people do as well, to be honest. And I guess the message is here that we're all human. We're all fallible to making mistakes and that's okay. And we don't need to beat ourselves up. We don't need to add an extra layer of shame or guilt for making a mistake in life. It just does not help. Okay, so the second thing, and this combines really well with the first thing that is self-compassion, is discipline. And that might sound weird, but discipline is very different to having the ability to be compassionate towards yourself when you do mess up in certain things. So discipline is more about the actual action of committing and doing things that you say you'll do And discipline is more about basically, yeah, just the action side, the the habits. It's not so much about the thoughts and feelings about it. You can lack discipline and still live a really healthy life mentally. But you need that combination. If you don't have discipline, then you're probably not going to really get anywhere in life or not at the pace that you want to. So yeah, you do need discipline. You do need to be doing simple habits that are going to put you onto the right trajectory towards achieving the life that you want. But at the same time, if you do slip up and you lack some discipline, don't go down that spiral of hating yourself and feeling ashamed and guilty and getting into this massive internal conflict where you start sort of catastrophizing everything, getting into that like all or nothing thinking and then end up looking at porn to escape those uncomfortable emotions. So it's about being on the right path, being disciplined, but then when you're not disciplined, not hating yourself too much. And every single day you have a choice. Do I want to hate on myself more or do I want to love myself more? Every day you have a choice. Do I want to become less disciplined or do I want to become more disciplined? And so you don't need to look into the past and start overthinking everything about your life You don't need to think about any setbacks that you'd had. You don't need to think about struggle with porn. You just need to think about what actions do I need to take today to get closer to becoming the person I want to be? What actions do I need to take today to become more disciplined? And if I do fail and I don't achieve those goals, 
how can I be more self-compassionate? How can I still love myself regardless of the actions that I take? And that is absolutely essential. And that is the key to quitting pornography. For far too long, I focused way too much on the whole discipline side, thinking that I needed discipline to be successful in quitting porn, when actually I needed the combination of both discipline and self-compassion to be moving in the right direction whilst not going too far backwards if I did take one step backwards by falling into a little bad habit now and then. That is really what this is all about. So there's a lot of misinformation out there. That's probably why you've maybe fallen into some of these psychological traps that I've fallen into hundreds of times in the past. But when you realize how important self-compassion is on this journey, you'll be able to approach this whole thing with a lot more freedom and kindness and not have to vigilantly try actively to quit porn every second of every day. Instead, you can let go a little bit more, just stay on the right path towards a better life, become more disciplined by creating better habits and better goals, and you will likely become free over time. So I hope this podcast has been useful. I am available for coaching right now. I'm going to start doing more coaching now over the next few months. Find me at www.thomasmolyneux.com and we can work together. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one.